the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. So let's celebrate the fact that I have been censored by the Gestapo wing, the Joseph Goebbels propaganda, Silicon Valley style. And I've been removed from multiple platforms. Now, this is an interesting time in America. Free speech, huh? I don't think so. See, because I have rejected every one of this government's lies. When both presidents were in, Trump, I never bought the story of the wet market right here with your wet market. Never bought it. I never bought the idea that the United States government had the authority to seize your life, put you under house arrest, shut down businesses right here with your Fourth Reich fascism. Never bought it. Never accepted their spews and their lies. As the election year was happening, everyone knew about the crack-smoking sun and the 50 years of political prostitution that this feeble fascist scum, some people call president, has been guilty of. Everybody knew it. And I called it out every single day. When they tried to lie about an insurrection without a gun. I said, you're full of dung, you frauds. Those are a bunch of retired municipal workers meandering around looking for donuts. That's not what an insurrection looks like. I've been to parties in Melrose Park that were rougher than that. I've been to a thousand of them. Insurrection. The only one that was murdered was Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed woman shot in the neck by a fat-ass Capitol policeman who had enough clout to get a cushy job. These are the reasons... I've been pulled off YouTube, and I love it, and I stand by everyone, and history has vindicated everything I fought against, everything. And now they're pulling out the same bull dung because they got their their reins now. They got the reins. They got all the phony spending. They're going to triple down at it, and they're going to pay off their little capos of their mafia family disguised as a political party. It is not a political party. It is organized crime. The problem they have is that there's enough of us that know it. I'm your problem. So you better censor me. You better pull me off YouTube. You better do all you can do. Now send the IRS. Send those sexually frustrated nerds. Come and get it. Doesn't matter to me. I'll rebuild it because I wouldn't have any of it if there wasn't an America. That's what I love. Not money. Not possessions. I love freedom. And with my last breath, I will strike at thee. Book it. Because you're all a bunch of gangster scum, and I see you. From the one with those little 
peculiar dark rings around their eyes, pretending to be a detective in 1932, calling herself the mayor of Chicago, to the con man wannabe gangster Ed Burke, to the little yard gnome mafia boss Mike Madigan, now pick a national Democrat scumbag. From Diane Feinstein and may he rot in hell her corrupt husband, Richard Bloom, I see you all for what you are. You're nothing more than an, a lesser version of the perfect political whore who now gets to pretend to be the pimp. Joseph Robinette Biden, why are my socks wet? That scumbag who will never be called president in my book, he holds that office illegitimately. He's a usurper and a fraud. And if this country had any dignity, they'd arrest that piece of garbage along with 80% of his cabinet. So I love that you took me off YouTube, you rat bastards, and hope I never meet you. Because if you think that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, you don't know what a slap is. Just like your wife doesn't know what an orgasm is. I'll provide both, scumbags. Now in the meantime, here's what they're doing to keep you distracted. They're getting started in case you start to wiggle like me. Then we're going to call out Dr. Pickleface, the most successful of all fascists ever on American soil. What this scumbag, who is a key investor in the Wuhan lab, what this scumbag did, no foreign adversary has ever done to this country. He locked up every citizen. And that was with a Republican in office. And it's wrong. Now when they do it this time, the Fourth Reich is going to do it real good. You can uh, pretty much bet on it. Is it just a coincidence that there is a huge coronavirus laboratory in Wuhan? No, it's not a coincidence at all. It's, is it a coincidence that Pfizer invested a research and development lab in 2009? Why doesn't anybody talk about that? See, they've been working on this scam. Good thing is it was made in China as a chemical weapon. Problem is it wasn't a foreign government that released it, in my opinion. It was ours. Well, I mean, it is not at all surprising that there's a research lab in there. The Chinese were trying to figure out and did successfully figure out what the original ideology was. It's ideology, I think. At least it is in Mulrose Park. Then again, it's so is Socrates. But I will tell you this. Who is the communist scum government that has gotten stronger and richer and grabbed a bigger piece of the world politics? than China. China is the beneficiary of the government-financed, multi-government-financed, COVID, pandemic, chemical weapon. Of SARS-CoV-1. And the very fact that we did have a SARS-CoV-1 made it very, very clear that there would be a possibility that we would have another pandemic outbreak from the animal-human interface. Poppycock! You made it, scumbag! You've been investing in it for years, for a decade. You and other fascist scum around the country, but you're doing real well on it. And by the way, you think I'd buy the $10 million that they were able to find? That's an appetizer to the entree you're probably worth, along with that handsome devil wife. But you need your money, because God knows that's all you got. Do you think two years on that they were worth it or were they too severe? You know, I don't think we're ever going to be able to determine what the right balance is. I think, you know, I just took a flight today where some moron stewardess 
Got to talk to important, decent, good people of all wage incomes. Like she was their boss. Like she was their mother. As you put on that dirty fracking rag, you insist works, and we all know it didn't. In fact, not a damn thing you did works. Not a damn thing. And you don't have a, you don't have a vaccine either. You got a money-making scheme is what you got, don't you, pickle face? The restrictions, if you want to use that word, which I tend to shy away from, lockdown, there's certainly... Pre- you know, I think you should shy away from restrictions. It's not restrictions. It's fascism. It's anti-Americanism. It's Fourth Reich seizure of your life, day to day. Two years. Two years. Now, luckily, there are people like me. I did the best I could. I didn't waste time with this moron. Moron. Problem is, a lot of people couldn't afford to do that. Cost me a lot of money to do that. A lot of people didn't have that money to do that. So you lost two years of your life to this crime and this corruption called the Democrat Party. And a government, for that matter. It's a gangster government. I don't have two more years to waste. Do you? But you said very publicly, right at the start of the pandemic, that you thought it was a direct result of the wet markets. How could you have been so certain so early on when you knew so... Because he was covering up what he did to benefit the government so that it could overthrow the principles of Americanism. So we're no longer a republic anymore, and you don't have the idea you have representation. You accept that you're ruled, as everybody on the plane I just took did, except me. My mask isn't real. I had it custom made. I could spit through it and breathe through it and drink water through it. And your stewardesses are too stupid to figure it out. So guys like me get away with it. But the rest of the country, they're now willing, loyal slaves. Because after all, you have to protect that fat-ass Democrat fascist from getting sick. I don't think so. Not in my world, baby. I breathe. A little about the virus. Well, I was never certain so early on. I have always kept an open mind. Yeah, when I think of Dr. Fauci, pickle-face Fauci, scumbag, not only the highest salary, which is nothing compared to the way he's prostituted different bureaucracies in our government and not just the one his wife works for. I wonder if she got her job like Kamala Harris did. Probably a wonderful date. What are they? Do they have knee pads all these places? But when you look at the circumstances of the evolution, the similarity between that and the SARS-CoV-1 from 2002, 2003. Yeah, you perfected it a little bit. You made it a little more dangerous because back in 2001, 2003, it was a failure. Nobody gave a rip. You didn't do so good. This time you got everyone's attention. Thankfully, thankfully, you're as good at creating things as, as you are at your whole career, which is terrible. It only has a kill rate of 0.5. Thank God it was made in China and not Germany. I said, as did many other virologists who are very experienced in that, that the most likely... What about those ones in the Barrington Declaration, though? You know, the thousands that said you're full of bull dung? The thousands that said all of your lockdowns and your inhumanity to man in the name of protecting man was in futility? You fraud? You know, the ones that were right, but they didn't get rich like you. They don't have stock positions like you. They don't have bag men clout and lobbyists like you, scumbag. This guy can't take a dirt nap fast enough for me. Theology was a jumping species from an animal to the human. Other scientists here as well signed an open letter in February 2020 saying that they very strongly condemn conspiracy Barrington theories suggesting that COVID-19 
does not have a natural origin. And you and that freak who likes to do ukulele videos. Do you ever see that, Squirrel Hands? The other Dr. Collins? Him and his wife, they get all dolled up and they play music videos on YouTube. YouTube will let that go on because they like, they like bulldung. They like propaganda. They manage to blacklist and use their bureaucracies to personally attack any doctor that took an opposite opinion of the wrong fascist scum like Fauci and the American government. Was the scientific community too quick to dismiss the possibility that it could have come from a laboratory? Well, I don't think they were dismissing it. I think it's been misinterpreted. Everyone is always... I think you made it, scumbag. You and your big pharma that's been bribing you for decades. You made what, about a trillion dollars between the lot of you scumbags? You don't fool anybody. Good news is you were able to use your Joseph Goebbels censorship of information and truth to corrupt Silicon Valley and redact information from going out. The way you did about the crack-smoking first son who's been a bag man since he could get out of knickers for his scum political whore father. But there's enough of us now. We're fully aware what you are. And what you are is a very wealthy, very well-connected fascist fraud calling himself Fauci versus Pickleface, which is a much better description. 312-642-5600. I am not going to be silenced, and I am not going away. AM560, the answer. Let's get ready to rumble! The audacity, huh? But it's nice and it's open and it's notorious. They are censoring anyone who does not step and fetch to government propaganda. So now you know. Everybody knew. Now it's obvious. It's obvious. The reason the, the straw that broke the camel's back was when I correctly, correctly, not only questioned an illegitimate election. Illegitimate. You watch history vindicate me on this as well. But when I correctly let people know that the bastardization of the word insurrection, you see an insurrection's got something that what we saw on January 6th doesn't have. It's got weapons, you morons. You know what? It was closer to an insurrection six months later when the eco-Nazis did some real damage in the Capitol. But see, those are Democrat voters. So that was a cover-up. Sweep it up. They still have their YouTube channel, don't they? You know, the same ones that set the fire. In California, blaming global warming. After all, who sits in the head of BLM? No, not the Marxist one. Well, the other Marxist one. Bureau of Land Management is an eco-terrorist who spiked trees. That's a Biden appointee. That's who holds these offices. The foot soldiers of the Marxist mafia. The scum that they are. They don't need that information out. Because after all, somebody who thought that they were voting Democrat because they like Kennedy might wake up from their coma and realize they gave away the country to these corrupt Marxist mafia members calling themselves Democrats. All right. Daniel, Crystal Lake. Yeah, you know, the way you can tell that these gangsters need to protect their uh, kleptopia is that um, they lied about the Wuhan lab. Um, basically, they're trying to put it about uh, the wet market, but they were trying to deny that and, and so, you know, no, you got to move along. From talking about wet markets yeah, and, and eating, eating rabbit, but, but they they 
suppress the idea that the Chinese people eat rats and dogs and bats. They suppress that not only in official channels, but in private channels. But now they had to admit something. They had to come up with something that was less damaging than the actual facts of the case. And they also don't want people to know that follow these Democrat policies that, like Venezuela, and sooner or later you, you end up on the same diet. I couldn't agree with you more, but they need another emergency. On to the next emergency. Now they've been selling you the lie that that yellow flag with the schwa sticker that's improved and all drawn a little differently. Those are the good guys this time. Rather than have you look at the fact we just gave Ukraine $30 billion, the same Ukraine oligarch, the same one, Ihor Kolomoisky. That's who you gave money to. You didn't give it to those poor people. They're victims like the non-Democrat citizens of Chicago. They're victims of the corruption and the kleptocracy. They're victims of it. You just gave that fat slob $30 billion. And now you're covering it up rather than focus on the fact, boy, did we have those bio labs that we were accused of? Looks like we did. Move along. Move along. Everybody's the bad guy. Everybody's the bad guy. You know who the bad guy is? 1600 Pennsylvania. That's where the real oligarch, the real bad guy, the real liar, that's where he lives. Uh, Scott Woodstock. Okay, so we all know the difference between a conspiracy theory and fact is six weeks. Pfizer was an underwriter for the Oscars. Pfizer is now coming out with allegedly a new Propecia drug. And so was the slap. <laughs> I said she doesn't even have Propecia. I don't believe a word of it. Go ahead, though. Or alopecia. Allo, allo, whatever that is. The balding thing. Yeah. yeah. So six weeks, we'll know. And then uh, oh, we lost. there's the whole western side of Ukraine that during World War II, uh, there was 80,000 Ukrainians that joined the Nazis. And oh, yeah. the Azov um, Battalion. Stepan Bandera. Stepan Bandera. And then our, our CIA hid the Ukrainian Nazis in Europe and America, and those documents just got declassified. Paperclip. Operation Paperclip. They were actually leaked out years and years and years ago. I read about that. Has to be 15 years ago. We're the ones that brought yeah, the Nazis and, here. Right? Tell oh, yeah, because we, oh, yeah. we wouldn't have NASA if it wasn't for them. Yeah, we gave them nifty names like Johnson and the rest of it. Moved them to Ohio. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much, Scott. I already read it. I know it. I wonder if that's still on YouTube. Is that on YouTube? Boy, oh, boy. You don't want to leave too much information out there. Gestapo, propaganda wing of the Fourth Reich. People might start to see who you work for. Nine, 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 nine. Exactly. Teresa, Gold Coast. Hi, Sean. You know, screw YouTube. I have you on Rumble right now, so the hell with How that. How do I look? And it's, uh, you look great, as always. Oh, you. And your you. voice sounds really good. Yesterday, I thought maybe you had a guest host. Oh, like I was today, toughing it out yesterday. I was toughing it out. I know you were, but you sound completely normal today. Yes. So, good to have your voice back. Anyway, um, as far as COVID goes, I've always said it was made in a lab, and they're already working on the next virus as far as I'm concerned. They're, making, they're in there. They're cooking things up. They're doing whatever they can to get it out to the, the world again and, you know, shut everything down because they are control freaks. When you see this fraud, this 80-year-old yep. fraud pretending to be Dr. Fauci, when you see this buffoon yeah. come on, that's, that's a warning. 
Believe me, that's yep. not for that's not for nothing. That's a, there's a purpose for this, and that is if Absolutely. you wiggle too much, you know, the information's starting to get out about Hunter and the laptop, even so much so CNN can't deny it. When that starts to happen, mm-hmm. you better look out. In fact, um, where do we have the clip uh, from CNN? Is it right here? Well, Brianna, this is a very real, very substantial investigation of potentially serious federal crimes. We are seeing federal prosecutors in Delaware do exactly what you would expect to see federal prosecutors do in this situation. They're talking to witnesses. They're bringing people into the grand jury. They're issuing subpoenas. And I would expect, as Evan reported, they're now gaining steam and they need to make a decision, I think, in the at least intermediate future. This case has been going. Now, here's what this idiot doesn't talk about. The people who are they, the they you speak of, it's like Chicago, they. Those are Democrats pretending to be judges, pretending to be investigators. That's how come FBI agents in Chicago not only have the O in front of their name, like the Madigan Mafia and the same hairdos, but he gets away with it for five decades. They are the ones investigating them. It's not going to work out for us. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Because the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. They're trying. They're trying, these Marxist bastards, huh? This forthright, corrupt kleptocracy. Scum. Representatives, my derriere. They're all raking it in, too. Raking it in. The idea that they took the emergency funding for COVID and they cooked it in the budget just to pay off their lobbyists. Till that system is changed, you're going to get more and more of it. The only restrictions in this country are not to be on radio hosts. They're not to be on accountants, people getting three and four jobs, people making billions of dollars. No, no, no. That's not the restraints. The restraints are to be on politicians and government. Because everybody knows what happens when they're unrestrained, when they're unfettered. They steal. Just look around the world. That's what you're experiencing right now. And in order to do so, they must distract and lie. That's why this, I'm going to go to this call. Bill, Western Suburbs. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm aggravated, Bill, but I, I'm aggravated at not what happened to me or YouTube. I love that stuff. I'm aggravated at what your call's about. Hey, so... My, my wife and I had our three grandkids over here for spring break, and we were asking how, what's going on in school. And the twin girls who are seven informed us that they are not white. They are peach. They can no longer be white. White is offensive. This is what the school's telling them. So they are, are now peach. Where do your grandkids live? They go to school in Geneva. I got to tell you something. My grandfather pretty much raised me. I grew up in the house with my grandparents, and it was absolutely incredible. It's a debt that I could never repay. And the reason it was a debt that I could never repay is it was a generation removed from my parents. And that generation, I was lucky enough, they were all patriots from another country. And, you know, it's funny. The Italians were not considered Caucasoids until 1965. That's why when people yeah. want to know why Italian neighborhoods are so close, it's because they were treated like dirt for the vast majority of this country's founding. Yet, the most of the Italians were the ones that went to World War II, the American Italians. Because what they understood, like all immigrants of all colors and religions, this country is the only place that stuff doesn't matter. But yet your kids' teachers don't understand that. And they don't understand that you can't bastardize the history 
to take away pride of a culture and a people successfully. What you can do is build animosity and build rage. The whole time what they're trying to do is build guilt that your kids don't have and should not have. They're trying to attach them to a time in history where white people in America, for the shortest time, by the way, of any country around the world, had slaves. Do you know where slavery exists today? Africa and Saudi Arabia. Those are the two big ones. A couple other ones, all headed up by so-called minorities. So I don't think they have to be guilty. But, Bill, you're the grandfather. Yeah. Right? Right? Now, listen, you know me. I, I have a hard time respecting too many people. They got to earn it. And you know who I respect? My father-in-law. And if my father-in-law said, I'm going to, I want you to come with, live with me. I want, I want to help raise your kids. You know what I would do? I'm moving in. I'm doing his laundry. I'm ironing his pants. And that's what your son-in-law should do or your daughter, whoever it is. And you start getting involved. Because if you don't, you're going to allow these liars, these miscreants, these Marxists, to lie about history in order to steal the future. So it's important, Bill, oh, because that's a lie. And make your kids proud, not because of their race, but because of your lineage and your family and what you did and how you inspire America and how you love the idea that all men are equal here until they prove themselves lesser of all colors, which is why I hate far more white people than any other race. I hate every Democrat. Every Marxist, every communist, every fascist, no matter what party they say they're in. Thank you, Bill. Get control of that because you will not win by going to the meetings. Listen, the union organized crime of, I don't care, pick one. They win in the teachers union. They got it locked up. It's money for nothing and chicks and kids for free. They don't care. They're not bound by any restrictions. And they may placate you to your face, but how many times do you have to see it? Over and over again. The first thing they tell your kids is ignore your parents and their wishes. First thing they do is, tra is sexualize your kids to confuse them, to make them so they're unsure of themselves. They're afraid of their own judgment. That's how you brainwash people. That's how you have Disney executives. Did you see that freak? I got two queer kids, two pan kids. I don't, well, there's something in the water at your house, toots. Because that's not normal. Sorry, you could sell it as normal. Not normal. Just like I don't buy that detective costume on Lori Lightfoot either. David and Lansing. Sean, this is a great day. Your producer stole my thunder, but can I do it anyway? I'm going to do it. Let's get ready to rumble. Right. I've been waiting for this day. This is a little thing to most people. I've been waiting for you to get kicked off of sites like that. Yeah. And I confirmed it just now. I went to YouTube. You're not on there. Good, good, good. Oh, no. They took down every show, which is great. We're, we've been on Rumble. I've got the greatest people. Listen, I don't want to get them in trouble because, you know, you can't be attached to me without getting in trouble. The greatest program director, the greatest people, the greatest company, the greatest station, they've never been afraid of the truth. They've never been afraid of what I'm going to say because they know how, how much research I do, how much time I put in, and they know my ideology. My ideology is I love this freaking country. I love it. And I will not let this scum taint it. And I don't care what stories they tell. I don't care what fascism they implement. I'll spit in each one of their faces or all together. Thank you, David. I appreciate the call. Eduardo Midway. Yeah, Sean. You know, this uh, laptop's from CPS lost during COVID. Oh, that's only 40000 What are you getting worried about? Those aren't lost. Those are hocked. Go ahead. 
Yeah, so, I mean, they don't want to go out to uh, their local store. They'd rather just give it to their son and daughter. Why waste money? Just well, you know, the good news is from... you can probably buy that stuff back, like all of the stuff stolen on Michigan Avenue. You just got to search eBay. <laughs> and they have no idea that that stuff is stolen. You know, they help them. Facebook. Facebook's good with stolen items and gangs selling drugs on the corner. They're good with that. You know, they're just not good with the truth. So you can always get it back, Eduardo. After all, it's the sewer of Chicago. You were going to buy those things 42 times anyway. Thank you very much. Get used to the failure. That's what Democrats' excuses are, to cover up from their corruption. You think I'm wrong? Hunter Biden and James Biden received millions of dollars from companies connected to the communist Chinese regime. Just $31 million. But frankly, it's worse than that. Uh-oh. These companies were effectively an arm of the Chinese government. Uh-huh. No this kidding. isn't Russian disinformation. These are hard facts backed up by bank records of actual financial records and transactions that prove just how connected the Bidens were and how compromised President Biden probably is. Well, that's Senator Ron Johnson. You've been silencing him for two years, too. He's been fighting against the tyranny, the fascism, the corrupt Marxist mafia, and the organized crime family calling themselves Democrats for two years. Redact him, too. Go ahead. Censor him. Because that's the only quiver you have. You can't argue the points because it's the truth, you rat bastards. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Is there's, there's one with James Brown. That's not James Brown. That's James Brown. That's after the round. The round. James Brown, my guy, hardest working man in show business. Never sounded weak. Never. It's my guy. Hardcore Republican. Did you know that? Squirrel hands? Oh, but he was. He absolutely was. Just like Dr. Martin Luther King. Yeah, but back then, facts mattered. Um, they weren't big on the Democrat clan members that uh, managed to whitewash themselves. Ha <laughs> ha. Never thought of a little play on words there. And uh, back then, things like Hunter Biden and the corruption of the Biden crime family, Inc. I love the story about the scumbag brother loaded to the gills, still stealing a video from Blockbuster. That's like the old time scumbags from my neighborhood. They'd have 5000 in their pocket. They'd steal a hat that was $5 because it didn't matter if they could afford to pay for it. It's that they just wanted to steal. We now call those people Democrats. Same. It's wonderful. On March 22nd, 2018, Hudson West 3 wired $1 million to Owasco, another Hunter Biden company. The bank record clearly... Now, by the way, I want you to keep in mind, LLCs, where Delaware was really created for tax evasion, it's the home of the... There's one building with hundreds of thousands, if not millions of LLCs. You can trace over 100 of them back to the Biden crime family. So this is just a couple of them. States the one million dollar payment was being made for the purpose of representing Patrick Ho. One million dollars. Represent him. Oh man, what? Here's where things get interesting. All right. We know that Patrick Ho was arrested, arrested by U.S. authorities in November 2017 for international bribery, a money and money laundering charges. According to the Department of Justice, quote. Ho orchestrated and executed two bribery schemes to pay top officials of Chad in Uganda in exchange for business advantages for CEFC China, a Shanghai-based multi-billion dollar conglomerate that operates in multiple sectors, 
including oil, gas, and banking, end quote. Now you know why the mafia, the Democrat mafia, is spending trillions, or, or I'm sorry, millions and millions, tens of millions, to get Ron Johnson out of the Senate. That's why I love that son of a gun. He doesn't give a rip, because he didn't do it for money, or to steal, or to make a family crime family. He did it because he loves this country, so they're going to have to get him out. Like everybody who speaks against the fascistic American gangster government, occupied by the Democrat mafia. Scum that they are. Stan and DuPage. Hi. Uh, I've got a way we can uh, export uh, Dr. Fauci. Uh, is it well known that this is according to something called the Borgen, uh, org on the Internet and other um, anti-poverty sites, Ukraine and Moldavia are among the most impoverished nations in Europe, and Ukraine has 250,000 estimated cases of HIV-AIDS. Uh -huh. So let's send Fauci over there. He can lie he to can them. Screw that up. Lie to us I always said if we really wanted help. to hurt these these communists, these these oligarch-run hellholes around the world, we would ship them our Democrats. Stan, I like the way you think. After all, he had such a great record with AIDS. How many hundreds of thousands of deaths were on Dr. Fauci's hands? What was his what was his uh, his penalty for that? He got a raise. Only in America, baby. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Uh, that guy from China, he was China. Wasn't he like the head of the, uh, uh, their like secret service or, you know, like their, their version of the KGB. Yeah. He's, he's, he yeah. had the right name though. Mr. Yeah. Ho. Yeah. I mean, is anybody surprised that uh, a Biden was working with the hoe? I mean, <laughs> uh, look at you, Kevin. No, I'm not going to give you enough time to mention your committee man or whatever the hell you normally go to Mike East Chicago, Indiana. Sean, it's amazing how blindsided these idiots are to possibly put on what they're going to put her on, a woman that can't even define that she's a woman, let alone give lenient sentences to these um, rapists and whatever else you want to call these scumbags. It's an insult. You know what? I, I, I don't want to embarrass my friends. I, I have a friend of mine who is of that same race, and I, I, it, it pains me when he calls me. And he's humiliated by the way they hide behind race to put in these corrupt Marxist gangsters. It's sickening. It's sickening. But it's a formula that unfortunately in this country works because too many people are afraid to criticize them for what they are. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with if a crime ever, syndicate. If I ever seen Durbin in public, I'd spit in his face and wouldn't give a damn about the consequences. You know why, Mike? Because you're a man and you're an American. Thank you very much, Mike. Love that call. Mike and Hammond, another Mike. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Every time I hear aid to Ukraine now, I'm cringing. You got the political grifters, the financial grifters that are going to get 10 20% of this money. Makes me sick. The Biden family, whoever else is connected, is good. they're just going to keep getting, getting filthy rich. They don't even care how much aid it is. Just we had Stan aid, call. You know, when Stan was talking about how poor, and he's exactly right, if you look at the legacy since the Soviet Union collapsed during the Soviet Union for a thousand years, Ukraine, unfortunately, their people have been used and abused by the oligarchs pretending to be their government for a hundred years. And that government that had the poorest people suffering from diseases we've cured generations ago, they still had enough millions to buy the Bidens. 
That's how you know. Hey, it has nothing to do with people. It's all about a government crime syndicate. Yeah, hey, Sean, and what else is, is, is these guys, uh, we're, we're to blame for half the corruption that's going on around the world with are. this stuff. We just it's gave crazy. the crime organization $30 billion in weapons that they're firing into Belarus to cover up the fact that they had 21 yeah. biochemical labs that looked to be financed by the American government. Ooh, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. Hurry up and cover up the CIA's lies. That's exactly what it is. They don't want you to know that. See, they've been making a lot of money for the last 70 years, starting a lot of wars, the whole time being the, the, the nucleus of the conflict in the beginning. Whatever you do, don't look up the Azov Battalion. Don't look up Stefan Bandera. Don't educate yourself. Because otherwise, you're a threat to the crime syndicate calling itself government. 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The utopia of socialism has lured billions of people into the quicksand, the quagmire of feudalism. Here's the dirty little secret. It doesn't work, but it has a wonderful, wonderful formula. First, you entice people into a system of something for nothing. Then you demonize other people who both reject it and are good at the economy. And before you know it, there's more welfare army than there are capitalists, independent, property rights-orientated people. It's working. It's worked everywhere around the world. It's working here. I didn't think it would. I thought we had some character. But then again, this is a country that has some people that voted for Joe Biden. I don't think the 81 million, but we'll talk about it at another time. I first remember seeing Joel Griffith on Fox Business and Fox News. I also remember reading him in uh, not just the Wall Street Journal or Forbes, which he's written for, but Investor's Business Daily. thought he did a fantastic job. He now is currently the research fellow for the Institute for Economic Freedom and Opportunity. Boy, those are words you're not going to hear together while Democrats are in office. At the Heritage Foundation. Joel, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me tonight. Joel, I'm aggravated. I'm aggravated because I saw what they did to my once great city. Broad shoulders, workers. Now it's a union mafia hellhole of failure and welfare and ghettos. I also know that's the plan nationwide. Is it working with Biden's welfare army? Well, I, I fear that uh, President Biden is trying to turn this country into what your great city of Chicago is now becoming. And I've lived in Wrigleyville for years, and I absolutely loved it. And to see what the city's become under Mayor Lori Lightfoot is absolutely um, I, it, it's, uh, it's sad. I think it's a tragedy. Word, it's sad. And the last thing you want to yeah. do is go for a walk, that's for sure. Um, but the reality is it's it's its undercurrent was built decades ago, and that is the undercurrent of welfare. Unfortunately, this is a weapon of all collectivists. They understand once you can destroy a generation or two, the rest will fall into line. COVID was their well, greatest ally, I think. What do you think? Well, yeah, look what happened the last two years under the guise of countering COVID after we criminalized 
work and criminalize businesses from operating. You criminalize people even sending their kids to school. Schools were, of course, um, not allowed to open across much of the country. And then you saw Washington, D.C. embark on this test of universal basic income. Think about all the hundreds of billions of dollars that were distributed across the country, not just the people that needed the money. And, of course, there were people that lost their jobs because of these absurd, immoral restrictions. But there were funds sent to everybody regardless of whether they were even impacted. And I think people enjoyed getting those checks. Probably a lot of your listeners, a lot of my friends received those checks. They came in the mail, whether you asked for them or not. And now we're beginning to pay for that because there really is no such thing as free money. This money was printed by the central banks, given to the government by buying up government bonds, distributed across the country. And now we are quite literally paying for it because most people are seeing prices rise faster than their wages. Uh, and now, but, uh, whether that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, whether that was the intended result or not, um, this has really inflicted a lot of economic damage on this country. And it's not just going to be, um, we're, not, we're not just going to be paying for it in terms of higher prices next year or two. This is money that uh, has been lost for generations to come now. No, this, this, in my opinion, is the beginning of what you saw in Venezuela. It's what you saw in everywhere this, this, this utopian socialist idea took place. And the government seized property and seized businesses. And where the brilliance come in, comes in and where where I do think it was intentional was it's bipartisan it was the republicans that originally shut it down trump was in office it was him who pushed out mindlessly and i mean mindlessly ppp on un, uh, uh, unemployment and the rest of it which we now are learning at least 40% of both were stolen frauded and stolen could be as high as 70% and there is no intention of getting it back there's no accounting of it um once you get somebody to take it, however, it's like crack to Hunter Biden. It becomes addictive. And are there is there enough propertyism? I don't even like calling it capitalism because that's what that sexual deviant Karl Marx named it. It's propertyism. Are there enough people who believe in propertyism, in the Enlightenment, to push back against the American collective gangster government? Well, I think you make a great point that um, a lot of what we've seen was actually a result of Republicans and Democrats. A lot, I don't want to say all of them, but a lot of them coming together to demand these uh, these handouts and the spending in light of these shutdowns. And think about this as well. A year and a half ago, these eviction moratoriums that went into place, which is an abrogation of private property rights. This was an affront to the rule of law. Um, this was a there was a bipartisan push to the, for these eviction moratoriums, which was really an abuse of emergency powers, and uh, President Biden made it worse. He doubled down on it. He double. He went double down on this, even knowing that the courts were turning uh, the courts were saying this is unconstitutional. And that's what we've seen. We saw the seeds of this zone two years ago with the initial shutdowns, and then we've seen President Biden really try to use the uh, the, the pandemic as a fast forward to putting us permanently down the road to socialism. And I really hope uh, that he'll fail on that mission. Joel, what I've witnessed over the course of my life is something that I think other people have witnessed as well, but it, it goes unsaid anymore. It's within the failure lies the strength of the fascist. Because as he fails, he can use that failure as a weapon against freedom, against property. The idea that the American government, the American government, would float something as insane as taxing both unrealized gains and based on family net worth is the end for me. And it should be rejected by everybody who is an American. 
and it's catching up steam and it has a likelihood of actually passing under the most incompetent, the most provenly corrupt Congress this country's ever seen. Yeah, well, this uh, wealth tax that you're talking about, this tax we realize capital gains, we, we know it's economically destructive. We've seen it tried elsewhere. And, of course, in the extreme instances, we've seen it full expropriation of wealth that we saw in the Soviet Union and in many instances in Venezuela. But even where it's just been a partial wealth tax, this was tried across many of the industrialized countries in the OECD, the big economies. And if you look at the data, it shows that this was a drag on economics. So it's, it's economically harmful. It's immoral. It's also a violation of our Constitution. The case law is very clear on this. Or, hey, you can actually read the Constitution for yourself. You cannot have a federal wealth tax. And President Biden knows this. The Democrats know this. But they're, they're moving forward anyway. And the danger becomes that just because something's unconstitutional doesn't necessarily mean the court is going to strike down the unconstitutional law. And they're very close, I think, in the court to having a plurality or a majority that would uphold an unconstitutional wealth tax. And this is a very real danger. It's immoral. And one thing in Chicago, you know, people paying their property taxes, if property taxes are constitutional on the state level, people are paying more in property taxes than they're paying in their mortgages. It's almost as if you're leasing the property from the government at this point. Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. It's been that way for a couple decades in Chicago. But the the reality is... I used to walk around with that certain American arrogance that uh, foreigners hated us for. And I derived that arrogance from the idea that your socialism, your corrupt kleptocracies are unconstitutional. Yet here we are, brother, in the year 2022, 12 years after Obamacare, what, 70 years after Social Security, all of which are unconstitutional, unequivocally unconstitutional. Yet we've got a flaw. We're not a republic anymore. We're a mobocracy. And if we get enough of these corrupt or stupid on the same side, they'll flip the boat over each and every time. So what's to really stop this before the next election in November, before you get the AOCs, the Bernie Sanders, and the rest of these idiots to jam this thing through in the same way they jammed through the omnibus and the $30 billion to the oligarch-run Ukraine and the rest of it? What's to stop them? Look, I... I think the tides might be turning. And uh, over this last year and a half, I've spent a lot of time in Miami, and including Little Havana uh, outside of Miami. And you see so many people that have escaped communism, have escaped Cuba, for instance, and they know socialist rhetoric. They know socialist ideas, and they see it, and they know the pain that's inflicted on their families. And they're waking up, and it's actually showing up um, in a lot of the, the voter opinion in South Florida. And I think the rest of this country is starting to wake up as well, because for the first time in many of our lifetimes, we're starting to connect the dots behind empty shelves, which haven't happened before in this country, at least in our lifetimes, and these rising prices. And people are starting to realize that it's government mismanagement. And really, I wouldn't say just mismanagement, malfeasance that is causing the problems that we're experiencing today. And I think people might be waking up in time to right the ship. Before I let you go, I've had an idea for decades. It was really Barack Obama that inspired the, the idea. I um, started something called the Capitalist Union. What I wanted were people who viewed themselves as capitalists. There are no dues at the capitalist union. It's not an organized crime syndicate like most of the other unions. What it, what, it, what it is is an idea that if the government becomes so abusive to our property rights, to our propertyism, we simply go on strike. I think my legs were taken out from under that idea when the government has free reign now under any administration, but particularly the feeble fascist administration calling himself Biden, 
to just continue to print up nonsense. I cannot believe that in the last 60 days, 45 days, you not only shoved an omnibus bill of 2,700 pages of payoffs to contributors, but you are actually able to do anything you want with the pen of the feeble fascist. And my fear is, what can't he do should he deem it necessary? Is it possible that you see in this budget he kept the covid money in the spending budget 31 percent increase in spending just just jumped on top of it along with the revenue do the capitalists do the non-corrupted do that small section of republicans that view themselves as american principled people have a big enough push other than florida to fight off the united soviet states of america I think for these executive um, overreaches, the excesses, um, I do think they were able to push back um, through the courts and through the democratic process, small d democratic, of course. And if you look at what happened uh, during the COVID era, we saw state legislatures that got together and fought their governors and often won in their state Supreme Courts or in federal court. And we saw property owners push back against the unlawful unconstitutional evictions, for instance, um, that were done in the last administration and carried on with the Biden administration and ultimately our Supreme Court struck down that unconstitutional um, uh, um, executive uh, order. I think what it's going to take going forward is for Congress to say no more to this spending. You know, Congress, if you look at what the Federal Reserve did, for instance, with all the money printing and with making loans to private businesses, that was authorized in a bipartisan fashion. Right. And it's time for legislators, Republicans and, and the sensible Democrats that remain in Congress, They've got to stop authorizing these acts because you see Congress, they, 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 they get up, they, they rightfully have that righteous indignation when the president or when the Federal Reserve doesn't overreach. But they're the ones oftentimes that have enabled this in years past. And I think it's incumbent on them to take back those powers and to be far more cautious. That's putting generous, being far more cautious in the legislation that they pass because there's devils in the details and in the fine print. And uh, we're talking trillions of dollars. That has been spent trillions of dollars to manufactured by our central bank, and that's often because Congress has not taken close care um, when it comes to actually approving the legislation that authorizes this action. No, this Congress is a disgrace. They really are. They're apparatchiks. They're basically lobbyists for big pharma, military industrial complex, big insurance, and all the rest of it. I mean, that's who's really running things. It sickens me. But I am optimistic because I do think there's enough of us, and I know you at the Heritage Foundation, you constantly are looking and have your ear to the rail and the rest of it. Um, are you optimistic or are you, like me, a little suspicious now that so many of these Democrat mafia states have legalized voter fraud through ballot harvesting and the rest of these Democrat judges circumventing state legislatures and changing election laws? Look, all, all, all is not lost. When people turn out to vote, we can, the, the conservatives, and can win elections. I mean, look at what just happened uh, just a few months ago in the state of Virginia, which um, elected a conservative um, to be their, their, their governor. So it is possible uh, to win, um, but it does take a populace being, uh, being educated. And I don't mean just educated on um, the current issues. It, it also involves um, people that are going to high school and college to actually get a well-rounded view of the world, and you see so many kids that are coming to public education systems badly that are indoctrinated and they become voting adults. Um, they're, they're, they they become voting adults at a place in which they they've been indoctrinated and brainwashed. I think it's very important to counter that, but 
there's movement across the state to make it more possible for parents to ensure that their kids have an education that allows them to think independently. So I think, too, um, the tides on that are turning as well. Joel Griffith, you know I love having you on. Can't wait for the next time. In the meantime, before I let you go, where do you think the real estate market has a brighter future, um, Wrigleyville or Belarus? <laughs> oh, boy, that is a great question. You know, I'm going to go with Wrigleyville. Though. All right, fair enough. Uh, put them down that, $10 on Wrigleyville. Wrigleyville. I love it. <laughs> All right, very good. Thank you very much, Joel Griffith. I so appreciate you, the Heritage Foundation. Thank you for coming on. All right, thank you. Bye. We'll, we'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM 560, The Answer. Good song. You know, front page of Drudge, Apple, Meta, give users data to hackers. And what's the penalty? Ooh, I'm sorry. And if there is a penalty, who gets it? The users or the government? I love that scam. I love it. When the people died of opioids... And the big pharma had to settle after they made massive amounts of money on their pretend vaccine. They gave it to the state of Illinois versus the families. What are they going to build? Ooh, they're going to build state facilities occupied by their fat-ass state employees. Ooh, what a penalty. So Illinois wins for allowing big pharma to lie to people by telling them Oxycontin, it's fine, you're going to love it, no problems. Next thing you know, you got your grandmother on Heron jokes morons where's everyone suing where's all the slip and fall lawyers suing all the silicon valley oligarchs after all they've been selling your data because you signed a a user agreement that's 14 pages long and you didn't give a rip or your kids did that's my the best your nine-year-old signed it oh you can sign that stuff only when the democrats benefit from it after all what are property rights you don't have any property over your information over your body over anything under the feeble fascist democrat marxist mafia do you i don't think you do if you did would anybody allow an 80 year old bureaucrat who's been stealing from the people had his wife on another bureaucracy would you allow him to threaten you again are people going to move into a moment now where they can live life as usual and or could some variant come along and take us back to where we were to lockdowns to masks well, I don't want to use the word lockdowns. That has a charged element to it. But I believe that we must keep our eye on the pattern of what we're seeing with infections, right? That's how a scumbag says yes. That's how a liar, a fraud, a founding father of the Wuhan virus says yes. Ooh, I like that. Copyright that, kid. Founding father of the Wuhan virus. Then we put pickle with Fauci's face behind it. You know what I mean? Let's have a little fun with these scumbag fascist bastards. Well, we can before we're victimized by bureaucracies. Or will the Department of Justice, will they investigate me? Just send Merrick Garland. Can you do that for me? 312-642-5600. I'll take all your calls when I get back. AM560, The Answer. Hunter Biden's song. Yeah, you could smoke it. You could smell it. No matter how much you do, you can make a fortune if you're a bag man for your Irish gypsy father. Cocaine! Hunter Biden, as he calls it, breakfast. All right, let's go to the lines. We've got a full board. Martin Riverside. Hello? Yes, hi, Martin. 
Oh, I got a story you're never going to hear from the Irish. I, I'll guarantee you've never heard this. Right. But it's absolutely true. Wrong. Like you, wait, wait, just, 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 you know, like you, my parents were two generations removed. My father was born, my grandfather, excuse me, was born eight, uh, uh, my, uh, the, uh, the father, my father was born about 1898, and his, uh, all right, and, okay, you're never going to hear this from the Irish. The, I, this is why the Irish are very mum on this. This is a very generational secret. The Irish originally were, because they were English slaves to the Cook Islands, they didn't bring them up to Boston. They brought them to the Sugar Islands. But they weren't good workers because of their skin. So they brought the Irish women. The Irish women were, were brought, and they, they bred them. To take it easy, Jimmy the to Greek. Jimmy to Greek, take it easy. Well, listen, I, right? you're talking that's, about what that's what happened. That's the truth. Well, that's why they're not roofers. You know, you don't want to be a redhead roofer in July. But um, that's why I, I, I like the story a little bit more. A little bit more. It's not a story. It's a no, truth. It's a story. The truth. You'd have to. You'd have to consider the Unless, Ulster Scots. You'd have to consider the Ulster Scots, and the Ulster Scots are ironically descendants of what was left of the Vikings after St. Bryce's Day, where England betrayed their agreement with the Norsemen and slaughtered them all on a day, one day, and let some of the women live and some of the little children, and they became the Ulster Scots, and they were forever in servitude. They were slaves. They were the original slaves to America. They were called the Ulster Scots. But they were still had that Viking gene in them. They were not real tame. And their job became to go on the frontier and slaughter the savage Comanches, which were slaughtering all the Indian tribes. Yes, they were, but they didn't know how to handle the rough and tumble, which was the worst style of fighting. And that's the original American slaves. But don't worry, we'll, we have to whitewash, huh, pun intended, the history of slavery, which originally was started by white slaves. Okay, Ron and Wheeling. Hey, good show, Sean. Got a history lesson there, I guess. Wow. The Ulster Scots. My, my Nobody wants to talk back. about those son of a guns. But I had a grandmother who was one of those. <laughs> and up until the day she oh. died, she'd bite your nose off and dig your eye out of your head. She was rough and tumble. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. Hey, relative to Fauci and this whole thing about the virus originating, is it correct to say that it doesn't infect animals other than humans currently? I think it was engineered very successfully. In fact, have you uh, yes, seen indeed. an animal with COVID? Did your dog catch COVID? <laughs> no, no. In fact, our dog was fine, even though we got it. And yeah. he's looking at me laughing right now, just sure. as happy as can be. Sure. So, so here's the deal. Has anybody ever asked Fauci, he says, how is it that a virus that originated in a wet market with animals has somehow never infected another animal since? Well, I thought it did. I thought it was a given. I thought, it was the, I thought the frog kissed the cricket. China guy <laughs> yeah. ate it threw up on a dolphin dolphin swam it all around the world isn't that how it worked oh yeah absolutely all right. and all variations scan. too yeah just i i believe it came from pfizer lab in 2009 which was set up in wuhan as a research and development lab after all pfizer really made a killing on wuhan wow thank you ron appreciate it this is the kind of stuff gets you kicked off youtube but i don't really care because we have an administration that has been politicizing not just the virus but the cures, the treatments, because if Big Pharma doesn't have a hand in it, you can't make it. 
like monoclonal antibodies. See, I live in Florida mainly. I go back to the sewer every once in a while. I just came from there. And I remember how it was politicized because down here in Florida, time didn't stop for two years. No, no, no. We have a governor steeped in Americanism. He found all different ways to keep old people, ironically, the oldest population. Yet when you compare us to such great Democrat stronghold mafias like New York and New Jersey and California and the sewer with the butter-handed beanbag called Illinois, we did pretty good on the numbers. You know why? We had monoclonal antibodies, ivermectin, all kinds of treatments, hydroxychloroquine, all the stuff Big Pharma hates. The monoclonal antibody. Take monoclonal antibodies, for example. They've helped save lives. This isn't partisan. It's medicine. No, it is partisan, you feeble rat bastard. You're the one that seized it from us. You're the one that is, really, the blood is on your hands. Not just because you're a Democrat scumbag and you're incompetent and corrupt, but because you use treatments as political weapons against your adversaries. We've been successful with that since the beginning. You made sure we couldn't have any more. But our governor went and bought it in the side market, got it, and saved Floridians. There's other governors that did the same thing, but it is absolutely politicized wet socks, and you didn't step in a puddle, you rat. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Hi. You're taking my call. You sound good today. Uh, you must have mixed up a batch of that brew, huh? My doctor, Honey Bunny, has decided that I am yeah. allergic to Illinois. And every time I'm there, I get sick. So I got back here. I sound much better. But go ahead. Hey, listen, I heard something in Canada. I've run a pass here because see if you, 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 you're pretty up on all stuff. Supposedly this uh, tyrant and the demented uh, thief in the White House here with his band of thieves, they're up to something with um, this kind of like uh, digital money, Bitcoin, yeah. something. Well, they can't go to war with the Americans who own Bitcoin as they go to war with foreign countries who realize the failed and the corruption in the dollar. So they're going to executive order it to try and seize it. And that's the only reason Bitcoin broke from $60,000. And uh, they're going to try to make it so you don't want to own it because they're going to take it over with their Gestapo called the IRS and the rest of it. And he's going to sign an order right after he gets off the changing table. So, yes, Craig and Mount Greenwood, I'm fully aware of it. But you'll also have to be aware. Look at any country we've gone to war with for the last 70 years and look at how they started to speak against the dollar six months prior to us going to war and the CIA going in there and setting up the war. Thank you very much, Craig. None of that can get on YouTube. The good news is we're not on YouTube. No, no, no. And the Jer Joseph Goebbels... Uh, Silicon Valley propaganda wing of the Biden administration. We're on Rumble. You can find us on Rumble, and our podcasts are still downloadable, I believe. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, after the shooting stops and the bombing stops and all the dust settles in Ukraine and Russia. Oh, I thought drugs, you were talking about south side of Chicago. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. And, the, and the Russians draw the new property lines. Um, how do I get in? I'm a contractor. You're a money guy. How do we get in on the rebuilding? Because you know that's coming against us. You're going to have to call a Democrat scumbag who's been bribed by these oligarch-heavy countries for the last 30 years. So my advice to you is call Chewy Garcia's office. Say, hey, Chewy, I want that deal that Biden's brother got. You know the one where he was paid $1.5 billion to build housing in Iraq that nobody knows what the hell he did? I want one of those deals. Say you'll donate 30% to Chewy and the rest of the Vata Locos, and you might get yourself a contract. Thank you very much, Don and Bloomingdale. Want to be a gangster? you got to start cozying up to gangsters.
Bill Hinsdale. Hey, Sean. Uh, my dad was born in 37. Anyway, uh, I, your, your line about the wet sock may be the best line I've ever heard. But oh, thank you. let me just ask you one quick question. What, what do you think the absolute chance that this scumbag gets uh, indicted? Uh, oh, come on, brother. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, you said that. You've already lost one bet to me on politics, so. All what right, they've been slow walking it since before. I mean, you got to figure if the father wants to cut him loose and do the indictment. I don't know if he's going to get indicted while he's in office. I mean, he should have been indicted prior to him being in office if there was any such thing sure. as a federal bureau of investigation, which has been allowing this crackhead to use Air Force Two <laughs> for, tw- for, what, 15 years? As a private Learjet, well, he goes and cuts deals with China, with Russia, with the Ukraine. So you think he's going to get indicted now? What are the odds that Madigan's son, also a lobbyist, what do you think his odds are he gets indicted? I say they're 50-50, either one. Thank you very much, well, Bill. I, I, I mean, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a born and bred South Irish Catholic Republican. Not too many of us, but no, my what point are I'm four of you? What's that? What are they? There's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, enough right. for you to play golf. Go ahead. Me and my five brothers. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, there but, are. Sean, okay. seriously, this, this. I mean, when when you throw the word compromise in there, you don't think that has anything to do? I mean, this guy's crumbling every single day. And what I'm, what I'm getting at is, you know, this COVID thing comes out today after the terrible Poland trip, the uh, Ukraine, you know, trip. Yeah. I mean, everything is just, you know, look over here, not here. Buddy, so you're Bill from Hinsdale, formerly this outside, and you're, you're pretending Democrats have standards. Have you taken a ride past your old neighborhood? Thank you, Bill. I love the optimism. See you in Ukraine soon. Yeah. See you in Ukraine soon. I'll take the rest of your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. Nice. That's what this, this, this Democrat mafia needs a Henry Hill to flip. Of course, he got caught for drug addiction, the uh, dealers. They're just called first sons now. Henry Hill is Hunter Biden if he didn't get caught. Mary Elmhurst. Oh, hi. Hi. Just, hi. Just a, qu- a couple quick, uh, quick comments. I'm bringing it back to the local level. Um, the uh, property taxes, I know your, your, your guest was speaking of that. And it, it, it is funny because it, it, I live in Elmhurst, and if somebody gave me a house, they said, gee, Mary, you're a nice person. I'm just going to give you my house. You know, a two-bedroom Cape Cod. I could never afford the taxes on it. 17,000 almost 17,000. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because it's not property taxes. It's corruption tax. It's corruption tax. And then the other corruption tax is the pension, the pension taxes. I mean, I'm going to retire. I've been working my ass off since I was 16. Social security, I'll probably get 1500 a month, but a teacher gets 75,000, you know, perpetual. Yes. And and, and how many kids in this, in the state of Illinois can't say the word ask. Uh, I will tell you this. It's no longer a pension. I wish people would stop calling it. It never has been. It's an employment agreement. It has nothing to do with on a return on investment. They just use that as a talking point. Oh, they didn't put in the money. doesn't matter. The equation is fraudulent because that's what a Democrat is, fraudulent. They lie to placate the people. There's a little law that passed when Barack Obama was in office. They were able to detach the ad valorem tax from real estate. Thank you very much, Mary. And God forbid if people in Illinois 
understand how to inflationally adjust their dollar. Just inflationally adjust your home to the year you bought it. That's all you have to do. How much time I got there, handsome? Tom, I got about 50 seconds, kid. Hey, Tom. hello. Hey, Tom. Yes, you're on, buddy. 45 hey, seconds. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Good. So, so I went to a rally. They had Matt Duviol, uh, Jack Lombardi, um, Stukas, uh, a bunch of other people there. And I was one of two voters that showed up to this place, and it dawned on me that, hey, uh, you know you know what the problem is? It's we, the American people. We allow these Democrats, we, we, we've forgotten how to fight. We were born in ignorance. We, you're right. we got to get it together. Tom, you're exactly Ooh. right. I mean, after all, look at all the, listen to all the commercials that are on. Look at the television. That's a guy that voted for Biden running as a Republican governor option in Illinois. You're exactly right. The problem is the citizen stupidity and the willful ignorance and the fact that they're willful slaves. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I call the American Democrats by their rightful name a mafia. It's not a flippant accusation. It's something, it's a conclusion. That you have to come to if you know Democrat areas, if you witness them with your own eyes. The Democrat Party doesn't represent honest, good people. They represent criminals. The Democrat prosecutors around the nation do not represent the good people of their areas. They represent the criminals. That's who gets a free reign. It's an atrocity what's happening to the city of Chicago. It's an atrocity. What's happening to New York, to New Jersey, California? Pick a Democrat stronghold. They all have the same problem. Criminals rule the streets. It's that simple. So when I saw this article written by a friend of the show, this isn't somebody who agrees with me on everything, not, not by a long shot, but this is somebody who understands how to recognize reality. It is a, the mass incarceration is a weaponized, weaponized policy. And they're wrong. So Matt Rosenberg wrote, Mass Incarceration, a Weaponized Myth. When I heard that, that is the Democrat philosophy. Weaponized myths. It really accounts for virtually every policy they have. I wanted to bring them on to discuss specifically the collapsing quality of life in the once great city of Chicago, now referred to as the sewer Chicago. Matt Rosenberg, how are you? I'm good, Sean. Good to be with you. Now, obviously, I, uh, I, when you wrote the book, What's Next, Chicago, Notes of a Pissed-Off Native Son, I knew who your dad was, but it was more important I knew who you were because you obviously recognized the failure, sold his policy. And this whole idea that I have to watch every weekend, it become normalized for tens, if not 20s, if not 30s of people to get shot. And the offenders of the, are often guys who were arrested 72 hours ago. Ankle bracelets, the whole rest of it. Mm -hmm. And they've operated under this, we're compassionate. Well, how are you compassionate by creating more victims, by turning loose criminals? 
This is what you've come to find out, is it not? Well, we looked at the data, which is what we like to do at WirePoints, where I'm thrilled to have recently joined uh, as the senior editor. And we found that in Illinois and the nation, we're looking at less than 1% of the population is actually incarcerated. We stuck with the year 2019 for our most recent year. We tracked it from 2013 on. In Illinois, 0.56%, less than six-tenths of 1% of the population was incarcerated across all levels in 2019. Nationally, it was 0.82%. So, you know, that's a long way from mass. And if you add in what's called the community supervision population, meaning guys who are on probation or parole, it gets a little bigger, but not much. You know, that adds one and a quarter percent in Illinois and uh, one and two thirds of a percent uh, nationally. Um, so, you know, we're still nowhere near mass incarceration. And what happens is progressives uh, have appropriated the language, Sean. And I yeah. think you and your listeners are well aware of that. So the term mass incarceration is thrown around. We're all supposed to sort of cower in shame, but it's not happening. You know what bothers me so much, Matt? I've had friends of mine who, and, it's, and I don't, I don't want to go in the race, but they're not Caucasoids who are living in fear because you've managed to racialize criminals. It doesn't matter what race somebody is when they stick a gun in your face and tear you out of your vehicle or rob your wife or break windows or whatever the case is. It never mattered to me what race they were. They were scum criminals who needed to be removed from society. It's a simple way to live. I was lucky enough to be old. I'm lucky to be old. Born in the 60s. My neighborhood, all Democrats. My grandfather was an outlier that he voted Republican. All Democrats. And it was a safe neighborhood. You know why? Because those Democrats removed the scum that harmed the kids, that robbed the houses. Now, sometimes they, were, they happened to be law enforcement, but other times they were neighborhood guys. It was a very safe place to grow up. You couldn't buy a drug. And if somebody robbed somebody, within hours, the stuff was returned and somebody was found at O'Hare Airport. It was a beautiful way to grow up. Yet here we are in the very sophisticated year 2022 when you're afraid to go to that damn corner regardless of what race you are, because we've now given a pass to criminals if they happen to be of a favored race. Is that fair to say? We need to judge people based on their actions, not their skin color. Everyone has a fair shot Concept. and a fair shake at making a good life as a law-abiding, productive member of society. We also looked, Sean, at incarceration rates by race. In Illinois, because, you know, we know that's a big talking point. We found that uh, for Asians, a remarkable four, ten, four hundredths of one percent of the population was incarcerated versus half a percent of Latinos, two percent of blacks and one quarter of one percent of whites. So. What you're going to hear from progressives is, of course, that the black incarceration rate is many multiples higher than the others, and therefore there are disparities. But this whole idea needs to be challenged uh, because, you know, there are not quotas in outcomes, right? And we have to really look at the individual 
and the decisions that people make. And there are consequences for untoward actions. And so that is why, you know, incarceration rates in Illinois and the nation will differ by race. And I think you're totally right. People in the neighborhood, whatever their skin color, they don't want to be mugged, carjacked, or made the victim of an armed robbery. You know, they want more police, as I've said before to you and others, on the south side, in black neighborhoods, they also want better police. It's about that simple. And the other problem you have is that they've 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 virtually legalized various forms of criminal activity to where police have been neutered. Good cops afraid to get out of the car. Rightfully so. Uh, I have a nephew. I tell him every time I talk to him, don't get out of the damn car. Don't get out of the car. It's not worth it. Because after all, you're going to arrest a scum. And they're going to turn around and be back out on the street in hours. And so much so, Matt, why aren't people talking about the legalized drug sales industry, billion-dollar industry, that have destroyed so many neighborhoods that goes protected by politicians and by Democrat prosecutors? After all, the fentanyl, heroin, drug-dealing scum trade of Chicago has never been stronger. And tonight it'll be legalized again. And we'll pretend that somehow putting these criminals away is racist. Aren't there enough people of all colors leaving Chicago to maybe wake some politicians up? You know, it really depends on our conception as a nation and as communities in the city of Chicago of being neighborly, right? If you're a good neighbor, you're not going to mug your neighbor, right? I think you're not going to sell them fentanyl or heroin, right? And you're actually going to try and earn a living legally. Uh, Maybe you're going to enroll in a construction uh, industry training program or uh, learn to become an electrician or a carpenter or a pipe fitter or a plumber. Maybe you're a young black man or woman and you're going to learn how to code or you're going to learn how to operate a drone. There are so many great jobs out there right now and training programs, whether it's, you know, uh, the drone operator program at that university down in Romeoville or stuff at Olive Harvey College in the city of Chicago. There are just so many opportunities out there. People would just orient to them. I was down at 63rd and MLK when I was researching my book, and I saw the damage that hard drugs do. You see people wandering around with a thousand-yard gaze, and, and man, it's scary. And those people, it's their neighbors selling them those drugs. So, yeah, we've got a problem, not with mass incarceration, uh, with crimes that go unpunished, with judges who don't dispense criminal justice, and with rising violent crime in our big cities. So let's at least get our language straight. There is no such thing as mass incarceration. Now, we can talk about it, you know, by race and by neighborhood. It's higher than half a percent in many black neighborhoods. Let's admit that. But it comes back to choices in the end. I agree with that. And um, I, I, I also think to a certain extent government has a very specific job and that job is to protect the law-abiding i saw tom tunney alderman of the 44th ward 
all on TV this morning as I was waiting to go to the airport, that he was telling restaurants to protect their workers as a worker of two jobs was shot in an alley the night before. This is the same guy that went out and fined restaurants for allowing indoor dining during COVID. I mean, it, it, the, the, the Chicago politician is a joke, is a mafia member, is a shakedown artist, and cannot produce the one obligation of government to protect the law-abiding. In fact, they work tirelessly to victimize the law-abiding. Isn't the first thing that needs to change is about 49 of the 50 aldermen, or as I call them, 50 thieves, to be thrown out on their ass and maybe elect some decent, honest people? I think that would help. I think we need to take a good, hard look, you know, at who is stepping up to try and create a better environment for policing. There might be close to 10 Chicago aldermen who have shown signs of really caring about the horrible atmosphere that we have created for police to do their job in the city of Chicago. But I should hasten to add, Sean, it's not just the aldermen. It's also what happens in our Cook County criminal court system. And you're all too familiar with it. So are your listeners. Um, Time after time, guys who, you know, had a, a third chance and a fourth and a fifth chance, they get a sixth chance and they're on probation or out on low cash or no cash bail before trial for another bad thing they did, and they go and do something really, really rotten, kill somebody, uh, you know, while commissioning a robbery or a carjacking. And, you know, if you collect those stories, there's just way too many of them. So I think we need to shine a greater light on what goes on in our Cook County criminal courts. We need actual judicial transparency in the courts and we need like all of the outcomes available online by courtrooms so we can see which judge is doing what and which prosecutor that would be awesome wouldn't it yeah now there are there are barriers there are laws that get in the way right now there are exemptions to the state freedom of information act i'm digging into this right now in a piece that uh will be running soon i think at WirePoints, and who knows? WirePoints.org is a fantastic, fantastic site, and I am so glad you are there. I mean, they are fearless, and they are essential. But um, we are living in a climate in this country when truth and a non-state-approved opinion, and I don't just mean state of Illinois, I mean state of a government that openly propagandizes and censors any any other information, is... Uh, at a high point in this country, I, I thought I'd never see in this country. Are you at all concerned with wire points, wire points being censored, um, being attacked by the bureaucracies of what is clearly a collectivist government that has an agenda to sell and to protect? They can't afford to have resistance to their lies, can they? I take your point, Sean. It is a concern, and we've seen what the large tech platforms can do. In fact, that's something that some other members of our crack team are going to be getting into much more deeply. Uh, big tech is even trying to influence our our elections process by funding the, the rigging of the rules at the state level. And uh, one of the largest groups that's involved in that happens to be headquartered in Chicago and funded by a fellow you may have heard of, 
with the last name of Zuckerberg. But I will say right now that as far as wire points, you know, and us fearing censorship, no, I can't say we have that here right now. And part of it is we start with data, unassailable data from the public record, from Joe Biden's Bureau of Justice Statistics, at least it's his right now, um, and right on down the line, the Energy Information Administration, you just go to the data and boy, you're going to see stuff. So we start from there. And then, yes, we bring in a perspective that some people will agree with and some may not. But it starts with the data. And that's what we're all about. And we feel that, you know, more of that approach is necessary. And if more people thought that way in the media, then when politicians throw around the term like mass incarceration or our prosecutor Kim Fox's version of that phrase uh, lately, over-incarceration, you know, if they had the data, they would challenge that, and they would allow for the liberal argument, for example, of counting those on probation and parole. They would even allow um, for the number being higher still in certain low-income black communities. But then somebody like we do, would bring the issue back to personal accountability and choices. And, Sean, as you know, I have the advantage of having grown up on the south side of Chicago, surrounded by people of all races, and the advantage of having gone back there in the explosive year of 2020 and talking to people, black people and Latinos, as well as white folks and Asians, and hearing what they had to say about personal accountability, about the need for more police, the need for solid parenting, solid families, and even religious faith. And I'm here to tell you, people are not making excuses down there. You don't hear people in the community talk about mass incarceration, except for maybe a couple of, you know, race hustlers running nonprofit organizations trying to get grants from George Soros, right? So people have their heads screwed on straight in the hood. Um, in the media and in, uh, you know, the halls of elite governance, not so much. You know, Matt, we're lucky. We are. We're older. We were raised in, in Democrat areas. But back then, those Democrats, those people with names like mine and yours and names that were maybe attached to minorities, would never have accepted the year 2022's idea of propaganda and censorship. So I'm hopeful that we can get back to that because of people like you that are fighting it. And I want to tell you how happy I am, Matt Rosenberg, that you are now at wirepoints.org. I look forward to all of your works. You know you have an open door here. I love you. I love having you come on and speak truth to power. Thank you very much, Matt, for joining me. It was my pleasure, Sean. Thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, The Answer. Folks, idiots, part due. Kate Bedingfield, does it even matter? They're all going to get up there and they're all going to run cover. However, this story that really broke, I don't know, three years ago, two and a half, Hunter Biden, it's not going away anytime soon. The lies, the deception, the fraud is going to stick to the script. It's all going to stick to the script. And, uh, what is the script? Just make up more BS. Uh, well, both the president and uh, Secretary Cardona spoke out very forcefully uh, against the law. The president also. Uh... Oh, wait, wait. 
Is the Biden administration prepared to deal with the aftermath of ending Title 42? Ah, uh, still wrong. Where taxpayers would be skeptical, I mean, trillions of dollars, and all of a sudden, billions more. All right, where is it? How after printing trillions of dollars? Ah, uh, let's go to this one. Oh, and one more tidbit. In a recently uncovered audio extracted from his laptop, Hunter Biden referred to Patrick Ho as, quote, the, the expletive deleted spy chief of China, unquote. Let that sink in a minute. Hunter, Hunter Biden referred to Patrick Ho in an audio as the, quote, expletive deleted spy chief of China, unquote. I don't know, is that this bad? Is the spy chief of China bad? That's not, it's no big deal. They're used to that, right? I mean, he gave a billion and a half dollars. I still am interested by Kolomoisky. I really am. Now, Kolomoisky is the oligarch that I've been railing against in Ukraine. He owns not just Burisma, he owns the other oil company. He also owned the television station that put on this new president's show. He also is his biggest financial backer, and he also is the one that was bribing Hunter Biden. These are all... Very interesting things that I think need to be discussed. A federal investigation into Hunter Biden has gained steam in recent months. CNN has learned from multiple sources that a flurry of witnesses have provided testimony and more are expected to talk to investigators in the coming weeks. The U.S. attorney in Delaware is leading the probe into Biden's financial and business activities in foreign countries during the time his father was vice president. The probe, which began as early as 2018, has looked at whether Biden and some of his associates have violated money laundering, tax and foreign lobbying laws, as well as firearm and other regulations. And what will come to fruition is the fact that the American Democrat, the never Trumper, the ignoramus, put a compromised president in the White House and he has done exactly what he was paid to do enrich not just the foreign adversaries of america but destroy the american economy in lockstep in short time short time now you're used to it so the story comes out 5200 a family of four who cares that's what democrats do they fail this could have been done because he was bribed to do so that would explain a lot of these policies it really would what doesn't get explained is why the american republican elected right now is not demanding impeachment i mean demand it simultaneously because here's the skinny the fbi can't hold off the investigation anymore they can't they've been doing it since joe biden announced they've been running cover for the american democrat mafia for decades they can't fight back the obvious undeniable compromised biden crime family anymore why aren't the Republicans demanding impeachment proceedings simultaneous with this investigation? Why? Are we going to wait and see what happens? Well, this moron meanders around the White House trying to figure out how his socks got wet? I don't think so. I mean, it's sad what just happened to Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis just announced he can no longer act. His cognitive mental illness. Well, there's always the presidency, Bruce. Mario, Northwest Indiana. How you doing? Marino, I'm sorry, I said your name. No, Marino. Oh, we got a terrible connection, Marino. Terrible, absolutely terrible. Um, but it uh, it isn't going to get better if you keep waiting for the American Democrats to come around. Not at all, because the American Democrats don't want to 
see the corruption in their party. They can't afford to see the corruption in their party because if they did, they couldn't hide behind the accidental failure of the Democrat mafia. They'd have to put two and two together. They'd have to realize, boy, there's a reason these Democrats keep getting fundraisers by developers. $5,000 a plate for Lori Lightfoot. You all saw what goes on with any twosome nuisance in California, not to mention the real nucleus of mafia organized crime, New York, New Jersey. Then they'd have to think, why, how in the world did we elect a 50-year-old or 50-year political whore, an 80-year-old dimwit, with ties to every organized crime union that's been around for 70 years? Why? How could it be? And then you're going to start to see Democrats, longtime Democrats, Democrats under the Obama administration, start to t take cover, start to run, start to criticize. One of my favorite apparatchiks of the Obama Marxist mafia was Jay Johnson. I love the name, Jay Johnson. He was the one that was in charge of the border, which would be a problem under any other administration. But now that America has no standards by electing this 80-year-old dimwit in diapers, you're starting to see the Obama apparatchiks cut and run. Do you think, what do you think? Um, so I want to use your expertise. Border is a tough expertise. issue. Um, I am waiting to see when and if they drop Title 42 for the, for the southern border. Um, it is, frankly, a way to keep the numbers down, uh, though these numbers are pretty high. Right. Just for perspective. By the way, some Now, I want you to remember how bad the border was under Obama. Terrible. It was terrible. In fact, you could say that's why Trump was so easily elected. And he was easily elected when he ran against the Duchess of Chaffington. Also unlikable. But still, it was the failings of the Obama policies. Back then, people could remember both the health care debacle, Obamacare, that we now accept. But more importantly, the border was wide open back then. Here's the guy who was in charge of it back then. Listen to what he has to say about the Biden administration. Summer is about to come. Right? And summer, well, the, the typically the largest months are March, April. Okay, we're just, we're and in it. We're, yeah. we're surging right now. Just for perspective, we're about to hit 1 million in six months. Uh, my highest year was 468,000 in the entire year. And that. So for the people who unfortunately were forced to go to CPS, that's less than half. And it was terrible then. Now, unfortunately, with the litany of failures, both foreign policy, domestic. It's just one of the talking points. And the ramifications will go untold. The drug deaths of fentanyl, open border policy. The chaos of illegal immigrants from everything from traffic stops, DUI, deaths on Americans, murder, mayhem, and the usual, which becomes commonplace in the Democrat stronghold. You're starting to see Democrats take cover. Politically, felt like the world was coming to an end. Right. Uh, so these are these are very very large numbers. They're they're unsustainable in my view. And you make a good point that if Title 42 is lifted, then the public health debate may move to the southern border. Impeach now, because there's always the legitimized voter fraud that Biden used to brag about. Secondly. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud 
organization in the history of American politics. It does explain your presidency. 312-642-5600. Take your calls when I get back. AM560, the answer. Nice. I'm going to Miami this weekend. I know. I love this song. See, the problem is when you give up principles, when you give up open deceptions. The Democrat mafia has a, has a swindle. There's a reason you have this 50-year political whore here. Because he puts lipstick on pigs and sells it to the American people and has done so for five decades very efficiently. So you must never give up the failures that are the Biden failures, the economy, the COVID, the insurrection, all of it, the election, all of it. We gave up all the principles. We just let them keep lying about it. And now here you are today with the worst president in American history, the most corrupted through foreign investment, through open and notorious pay-to-play schemes domestically and abroad. And now he's running on that failure as if it was an achievement. And let me remind you, when I took office about 14 months ago, the pandemic was raging, the economy was reeling, and the deficit was soaring. Now we allowed him to tell this lie. This is today because we allowed Republicans to shut down our economy and we never talk about it anymore. So they could come out and pretend that this happened because of Trump versus then abuse of authority, of political American politics, like never before. It should have never been accepted because now they're able to tell this gypsy lie, put this lipstick on a pig, and it seems normal. And let me remind you, when I took office about 14 months ago, the pandemic was raging, the economy was reeling, and the deficit was soaring. Most schools were closed. We didn't have enough vaccines. The unemployment claims were sky high. And then we got to work and we delivered. He's pretending he delivered. Wrong. As they take the COVID relief money and cook it in their scheme, call it a budget. None of that's true, but none of it should have happened. Because the evidence was clear who Joe Biden was, is, and will always be. A political whore who has been selling out America for investment by corrupt, domestic, and abroad gangsters. This dog can hunt. It has legs. Now's the time to jump on it. These stories I play you are from CNN. And when they're playing these stories, it's time to demand impeachment. Not next week, not next month, not wait for the election. Today, impeach today. In 2019, the FBI took possession of a laptop purported to belong to Hunter Biden. A computer repairman in Delaware showed reporters a copy of a subpoena. Boy, this sounds like my show when I was filling in for Steve. When we found out about this open, notorious corruption. Compromise by foreign and domestic bribery. Not campaign contributions, not sitting on boards, not jobs, not investments. Bribery of who now is called by some the president. There could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. There could be that I was hacked. It could be. That by the way, this is after he had his false teeth put in because he smoked so much rock that it rotted in his head like every scumbag 
laying in a corner right now, also known as the Democrat base. That was the, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. During the 2020 campaign, former President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, tried to generate media attention for what he said was damning evidence. On and what happened to Rudy? He went from America's mayor to somebody who was so successfully character assassinated, he's nothing more of a attached to a punchline. This is what they do very successfully. So if you're waiting for the FBI, riddled with a lot of Irish guys who happen to be from Democrat areas, if you're waiting for them to do the right thing, you've been waiting two years. It's time to demand that Republicans in office today, tonight, do the right thing. Impeach the most obvious foreign asset compromised president to ever hold the office. You're fired. Diapers Biden. That laptop. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend Rudy Gianni. Investigators initially. Not to mention he couldn't speak. Couldn't speak. Focused on tax issues and money transfers related to Hunter Biden's business activities in China. They've also examined his role while on the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma years ago. Boy, oh boy, if they were to were able to stop hiding behind Burisma and call it Ihor Kolomoisky's asset, like the other oil company, like this president with the perfect haircut in the middle of war in Ukraine, maybe, maybe, maybe we could get somewhere. Biden has told associates he's paid outstanding tax bills, but then... Oh, as long as you've paid taxes on the bribery, it's okay then, huh? Investigators examined the source of the funds to pay those bills. In recent months, investigators have begun discussing the strength of the case and whether more work is needed before seeking... Boy, this is all the things we discussed for two years. Welcome to reality, morons. Where the hell were you? Oh, I know where you were. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization. And that's why you don't wait for elections. They already got that rigged. We'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.